Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's go to the BetQL guest hotline and welcome onto the show our buddy Sean Sharif, who hosts mornings on our Odyssey sister station in Dallas. There's a lot of things Cowboys-wise we want to talk about, including some that are tangentially related to the Commanders. Sean, what's up, man? It's been a while. How are you? Uh, I have a headache. Uh, I forgot my cell phone this morning leaving the house. This uh, this Mike McCarthy news has hit me hard. I'm disoriented. I'm dizzy. <laughs> And uh, I, I need a nap. I need a nap bad. It's been a it's been a it's been a rough week and a and a pretty rough day. So before we get to McCarthy, who I do want to hit on, and Dax demands this offseason as well. The Commanders are interviewing Dan Quinn this weekend. A lot of people saw the performance on Sunday and wanted to cross him off the list. That's not really how it works. But he has yeah. done a really good job with that defense for most of the last few years. He was a head coach of a team that got to a Super Bowl almost one a Super Bowl, what kind of head coaching candidate do you think Dan Quinn is? That's a great question. Um, I, I think, you know, I heard Gerard Mayo yesterday in New England say, you first have to connect with these guys before you teach them X's and O's. And if that's the case, if you believe that, no one, no one is going to connect more with Dan Quinn. Amazing guy, seems like a fantastic person. Uh, no matter what you think of his, you know, wearing his hat backwards as an older dude, whatever. Uh, that was a criticism of Romo, uh, as we know in the media. But Micah Parsons joked the other week, and it, it ticked off a lot of Cowboy fans. Maybe I'll just go with Dan Quinn. Maybe he should just take me with him. Uh, that's, like his, that's like his uncle. Everyone loves the guy. I did do a nice job. You know, I think he did a nice job right there of taking the macro view of turning around this defense. There were periods under his watch in which we were having a discussion over this was going to be a great defense. Could this be an elite defense? Could this get into a Legion of Boom or Baltimore Ravens or San Francisco conversation? Uh, unfortunately, here in the Metroplex, we saw that. Uh, I, the only question I have about Dan Quinn, and it's the question I have about, my, about Mike McCarthy right now, like, can he, can he crack down? Uh, is, he, is he too nice? Um, you know, this defense got, got, got beaten up physically, you know, and we've been calling them out for three years. The run defense has been an issue here, but overall fantastic dude. Uh, no way that a coach could connect more with people personally. And, and he did do a nice job as defense. Look, the past two years, I remember exactly where I was in the car when I heard that Jerry was able to talk him into staying. Now you've got to make the decision yourself into whether, this Cowboys defense this year and the Green Bay game crosses them off your list. If he leaves and gets a head coaching gig, Sean, which seems likely the cycle, right? There aren't that many great, exciting offensive minds, and it just feels like he might just end up in Seattle to me, but, but whatever, we'll get there when we get there. How big a step back do you think Dallas's defense will take without him? Well, I mean, now it's a tremendous concern and worry because 
is Wink Martindale going to come here and work for a lame duck coach? You got a lame duck situation, right? That we know is twofold. Number one, you got to make sure these players don't bail at the first sign of it. We're talking here in Dallas, guys, like we're five and twelve. We like uh, uh, your fans listening right now. You know, the fans of the Chicago Bears would call us spoiled brats, like first football problems, not first world problems. That we're we're, we're complaining about all this stuff and running people out of town with an NFC East championship at twelve and five, but. Uh, what happens if this team has a Philadelphia Eagle-type slippage? Are these players going to bail knowing Mike McCarthy could get run, probably would get run? And how are you going to get a legit defensive coordinator to sign up here for three years? We had a Ron Rivera discussion today. We're like, okay, is Ron Rivera, who still wants to be a D.C., is he is he desperate enough? Would he take this job? How about Mike Zimmer? You know, we were talking about Wink Martindale. I, I, I don't want to be a credible name who signs up for this situation over here. Is your belief that they should have fired McCarthy then based on like the elements of this that come along with a lame duck one year left on a deal, or do you feel like he's not good enough and didn't do a good job? No, my, my, my thought that they should get rid of McCarthy didn't have anything to do. You know, I wasn't even down the road of the lame duck stuff. I just said, all right, what are the Cowboys' problems? The Dallas Cowboys' problems, in my opinion, are they're not tough enough. They're a really stupid, stupid football team in terms of discipline on the field. I mean, third down penalties, just killer special teams, uh, Sam Williams, Tank Lawrence, Micah Parsons. I mean, situationally, they're a really dumb football team, and they have been under McCarthy's entire tenure here. Just go look at their number of penalty numbers. Situationally, and this is a thing that, you know, is a league-wide problem. It really is. But, you know, Mike McCarthy has had problems with clock management. A lot of coaches do. We magnify it here because we cover this team and live with them day in and day out. And, you know, I, I don't feel like this team is, is, is tough. Uh, San Francisco beat their ass. Uh, the Green Bay Packers pushed them around. The yards of separation for the receivers for the Packers were five yards. Five yards. That's the secondary. You all saw what Aaron Jones did. It looked like he had the 90s Cowboys offensive line. They can get pushed around. They, this football team was a bunch of finesse front runners, and I, I attribute all of that to the head coach who wanted to get tougher and kick Kellen Moore out of town because he said they wanted to run the football. That's why I wanted a hard ass. Uh, no more country club around here. No more Jerry merchandise and all the promotion that I wanted Belichick, Mike Vrabel, or Harbaugh. Our guy Sean Sharif with us here on GD 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. I've always felt, Sean, from outside looking in, that Jerry wants to prove he's smarter than everybody. That's why he stayed with Jason Garrett for nine plus years, ten years, whatever it was, watching that guy just sort of clap and be a, a you know live human doll on the sideline, just yeah. so Jerry could say, "Watch when it works." I know better than everybody. How much of that is involved? Do you think? Well, I wouldn't attribute it to intelligence. I would attribute it to ego and insecurity you know i've always said about jerry jones uh, and 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 don't get me wrong we interview him you know once a week for 13 years i don't know jerry jones i'm not gonna pretend like i'm you know boys with jerry i would like to be instead of some johnny walker blue but i'm not but he seems like the most insecure billionaire that you could ever imagine um there's a thought here like jason garrett that wasn't to be smarter than everyone that was to be like this is my guy maybe you think that's being smart uh and 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 i believe that Jerry Jones would rather finish in second, in third, in fourth place with his guy 
then give the credit to Bill Belichick. You know, that's the reason that Jimmy got fired. But Jerry knows if he hired Belichick and Bill came in here and won it, what would we all say? Oh, Belichick, he finally did it for Jerry. Uh, Belichick put the Cowboys on top. Belichick got his title without, without Tom Brady. And to me, that is a disservice as an owner to your city. That's a disservice and an insecure way to act as the person that's gonna, supposed to be the shepherd for the football team and, 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 and the community. And it's sad. It's, it's, it's really disheartening. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about a disheartening owner situation considering what you guys just got out of. But I think it's an ego thing, and it's an insecurity thing, and it's uh, it's unfortunate. Sean Sharif, our sister station in Dallas, lot to cover on the Cowboys front. Some of it relating. By the way, by the way, guys, don't. Here's the thing that hit me hardest over the last 24 hours: the possibility, and I never thought of this in my entire life covering this team, the possibility that Jerry Jones is actually cheap. We went back <laughs> and looked. It was, now we during, there's been a lot of Sean Payton hype. You know, and when we were doing all our Sean Payton homework, he was always Jerry's white whale, we thought. We found, you know, Jerry has never been at the top of the league in terms of paying coaches' salary. I don't think he's ever gone over five mil a year. I, I, I'm pretty sure he's never gone over six million a year. So we were like, he's not gonna hire Sean Payton. Like history shows that's not gonna happen. And there's a concern here now that and and and, and in free agency this team, there's a misnomer because of these national morons that report on all the old Cowboys stereotypes. This is a quietly conservative team. The last major free agent they signed was Brandon Carr. That's a long time ago. Everyone still thinks of Charles Haley. Everyone still thinks of Dion. And, and Jerry loves coming on the radio and talking about, I'm such a maverick. And, you know, I built off of oil. And you talk about living on the edge. His son, Stephen, is, you know, fiscally conservative. And and Jerry abides by that. Their major moves were for fifth-round picks. They traded for Stephon Gilmore. They traded for Brandon Cook. So there's a worry that, number one, he wouldn't even have paid for Belichick at over $20 million a year, 15 whatever it is. And number two, he wasn't going to pay Mike McCarthy for a year of not working. And that that really hit hard because he didn't cut corners with the stadium. He didn't cut corners with the team's facility, Ford Center in Frisco. But the, some, of the, some of these moves are, are, are showing that he might be a little frugal. That's possible. I, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, it's been a long time since they had a lot of money to spend. I'd be curious to see what kind of free agency they might have if they had $75 million going into free agency. It, it almost never and, happens. And, and for to them. their credit, right? Like, that, that's kind of the way every team wants to do it. Like, they, they believe in drafting their own and paying their own, and, they've, and, and, and that's succeeded. You pay Zach Martin. You pay Dak Prescott. They're going to pay C.D. Lamb. They're going to pay Micah Parsons. They paid Trayvon Diggs. That is the way you want to do it, but this team has not made any attempt for, for an over-the-top finishing piece. We, we knew that they were going to hurt at linebacker. They lost their draft pick overshone. Uh, in the preseason, we we knew that the running game was an issue early on when Tony Pollard was not able to to look himself physically coming off the offseason surgery and injury against San Francisco. And they just they're known around here for not making any moves. They investigated Darius Leonard for a little bit, and that was basically it. How about Dak, who you referenced is one of the guys that they've paid. They're about to have to pay him again. What yeah. might he be making, and, and is that happening this offseason for sure? Well, they have to redo his deal. He, he, he carries a $60 million number. He has them by the balls. 
Um, he's got a no trade as well. His agent knew that he had the leverage, and they punished the Cowboys for waiting. Uh, I was in agreement for the Cowboys for waiting because Dak, to me, is one of those really difficult players to evaluate. And just for the record, just let me tell you where all of Dallas stands, and I'm, I'm curious to get y'all's take if it's crazy or you know y'all's fan base's take. Everyone wanted McCarthy gone. Dan Quinn is now hated. Like, there was a thought that if McCarthy gets fired, you immediately promote Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn was the prince of the city. When we relayed Ed Warder's report today that Dan Quinn will come back here if he doesn't get a head coaching job, people were furious. And then people almost ran me out of town yesterday when I said Dak should get his raise and he should get extended. I mean, these are all the different talking points uh, that have Cowboy fans losing it right now. I mean, we're talking some people are throwing out $60 million a year. Uh, they have to they have to rework the deal though because he's got a sixty million dollar cap hold on him. He's got a sixty million dollar number. They have to redo it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sean, to me, it's, uh, I'll just give you my view first. I think it's, it's that, I don't want to say complacency is the word, but it's uh, it's not understanding what the abyss looks like. Because, quite frankly, Dallas, and, and you know better than anybody, I would say they lucked their way into a couple guys that weren't the original plan, long-term answers to quarterback, with Romo yeah. coming out of nowhere after a couple injuries, and then Dak takes over a similar way. The abyss is dark, man. The abyss is a terrible, terrible place to go. You've got yeah. some certain, you've got a guy that when things are right can go 36 touchdowns and barely crack double-digit picks. Do not scoff at that. At whatever it costs, you're gonna have to do it. And, and and I agree with that. And and you know, but you always have you know Al Bundy fan who goes, it's just about titles. Can he get it done in the postseason? Of course. So I'm supposed to. And I grew up a Washington fan, so I know everything you're talking about. All right. I I'm not gonna. Dak Prescott is gonna finish. And, and I haven't always been the biggest Dak fan. He's gonna finish two or three in MVP. Yep. He 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 just is. He might finish second. I'm not willing to throw that away. Now, look, the Cowboys can't beat the upper echelon teams. They lost to Miami. They lost. They got worked by Buffalo. They got humiliated by San Francisco. Um, and I'm forgetting the, the fourth team. But can every quarter – can every other – how many other quarterbacks in the league can have the regular season that Dak Prescott just did? Now, was it a career year? Yes. Is it sustainable? I don't know. But I feel like he can put up some top five numbers now. 
um, as long as CeeDee Lamb is healthy. It comes down to, am I going to throw all of that away because he might come up short in the playoffs? Am I going to throw all that away because of this, this, this Green Bay game? Now, he is 2-5 and five overall in the postseason. That is not good. Uh, but I feel like it has clicked for Dak here in the last, like, year, two, three. Whoa. Let me ask you this. What would you all be willing to give up if they put him on the block? Like, what, what type of draft compensation would you be, would you be running to do it? No, that's more only interesting. because yeah. you got to pay him fifty million dollars a year. And to me, the, the greatest asset in football right now is trying to find a quarterback you don't have to pay. Now you're chasing a ghost, but you're picking yeah. two right now. Like if Washington was picking twenty-one, I would feel very like different. if I was Atlanta. It's a different different ask, yeah, right? Exactly. If, if I'm not in position to get a quarterback, which I think you got to be in the top three probably to get one of the guys in this draft, then it's a different conversation. But Sitting two, and I have the the rookie draft for you know a capital for five years of, of not having to pay a guy. That's appealing to me more so than the fifty million plus a bunch of picks. Yeah, I mean, but you could get Zach Wilson. You could. You could get Rosen. <laughs> yeah. I, look, get if you're trading me Mahomes, it's a different story. Yeah, Dak's really good. Uh, you know, I don't know how how where does he rank People, in the in the NFL right now? I would say he's like back end top ten. I think he's Ooh. something like Ooh. that. Well, I think that's where every you know you know we all cover these GM polls in the off season, right? We all do the ESPN Jeremy Fowler or Athletic the quarterback polls in the list, and everyone had him at nine or ten, and I did as well. I don't know how right now. I don't know how right now you can't have him over Lawrence. You, I think you have to put him over Herbert. I've been a Herbert supporter, but like, when does Justin Herbert? end up catching heat. Well, so, but here's the question though, right? I I think if we're basing it on the season, they just had no doubt. I've got him number two, but if we're saying start of next year, who would you rather have? Like I would rather have Lamar. I'd rather have Josh Allen. I'd rather have Mahomes. I'd rather have, um, Burrow, Burrow for sure. I would say, would you rather have Stafford or, or Prescott? I'd rather have Stafford probably. Okay, but that but but now we're getting to an even discussion. Yeah. Right? Now we're not so Dak, you just named four guys. Yeah. And we used to name Hurts for sure after last right and, and, and to your point, I Jalen Hurts' year last season was more out of the blue than what Dak just did. The Dallas Cowboys people people were ticked off that Kellen Moore got run out of town as well because the Dallas Cowboys had the number one offense two years ago. Yep. So like if you look at the numbers, Dak just I, this was a watered down year for MVP, right? We can all agree on that. But so the reason that Dak is two or three in the final results is because it's a watered down year. He put up these numbers with Kellen Moore, but I think because you have Herbert, you have Lawrence, you have Deshaun Watson falling out of that discussion, you have Jalen Hurts now falling out of that discussion. Dak Prescott has moved up, right? He was there with Cousins. I think a lot of people would take him over Cousins right now. It, it was that it was that car. Cousins, Stafford argument and level, but yeah. that gets you up to about five. Well, that's a so good yeah, tier, so yeah. If I throw Herbert in front of him, you're right. There's five definitely. I would take Cousins over him, but yeah, the point is him, Kirk, uh, like I'm taking him over to I'm um, taking him over. Like, are, are you ready to already put Stroud or somebody like that? You're right. You could start having that conversation around six. And 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 look, I. I pray to the sports gods Eli Manning never gets in. He doesn't deserve it. He will, but he will. He will. He won't teach Super Bowls, Sean. He won't teach Super Bowls. 
Oh, you got to do a better New York accent than that. You got to sound a little more meatbelly than that. You sound like <laughs> that wasn't my right New York there. accent. It's just our generic meathead that yells about offensive that lines. Was and guy who cares about uh, quarterback wins and losses. That's right. But but the point is, Eli Manning was perfect for New York. He just he just was right. The guy I've never seen him snap. I never saw him get ticked off. And and Dak Prescott is is, is pretty great for this situation here with all the heat and all the crap that we give him and that and that he has to deal with. And I and I and I do think he can be he can be a, a game changer. You know, I thought you know early on he was a bus driver and he's always had really good talent around him. Um, and I don't know if he can turn. He was don't get me wrong. He was he choked. He got tight. He he pressed. He was abysmal, hideous against Green Bay. But man, I'm not going. I'm not willing to go down Danny's uh, quarterback purgatory because they did that after uh, they, they they did that uh, in between Aikman and Romo around here. Sean, my last one for you before we let you jump. It's hard to do, obviously, because this league changes so much and the whole thing rewards parity. But looking at the salary cap and what they might have to do, give me a prognosis, kind of an outlook the next three years for the Cowboys. Well, they're never going to take a step back. The, the Dallas Cowboys are going to win 10 or 11 games next year. Like, th- th- see, this is the thing that Jerry did today. He destroyed any offseason hope, optimism, new reason for excitement. He destroyed it. Because now this regular season that we're about to go through means nothing. It means jack squat. They're going to win 10 or 11 games over the next one, two, three seasons. Um, and, you know, they're probably – next year they're going to come up short because I don't know how Mike McCarthy is all of a sudden going to change the culture around here um, that, you know, isn't tough enough. But Jerry Jones is never, ever, ever going to take us, you know, a, a step backwards to go two steps forward. He's never going to tear it down. You know, there's Micah Parsons trade discussions happening right now on, on our station. Like, just what if? Like, what if versus paying him $35 million? He doesn't want to stick around and talk to the media. If, if, they, if they beat someone by 20 and he doesn't have a stat or a pressure in the, in, in the stat sheet, he runs out. You know, he is not a face leader of your team in terms of accountability. And people are having those discussions. But Jerry, Jerry always says, I ain't got time to have a bad time. And he is referring to his – that's not a New York accent, by the way, Grant. <laughs> He is not going to do anything at the age of 82. The argument could be made that keeping the continuity of McCarthy and maybe Dan Quinn together is better for Jerry's timeline than starting over with Belichick and a new scouting department and a new program and a new culture. The Dallas Cowboys are going to win about 10 games a year and probably come short. That's your next three years. Sean, great having you on. Good catching up. Good to catch up, buddy. Be good, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, boys. Have a good one. Sean Sharif, radio in Dallas, morning show on our sister station. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 